You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. What's good? Hour number two with my boy Chris Unocero. I'm merely the sports machine, Sean Levine, and you until 9 o'clock. Right here, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and all over the world on the Odyssey app. I'm always asking people to text, and then they do, and then I don't read what they say. So let me get to a couple of these, actually, which is uh, something. Hey, I just don't, I just don't like advertise the text because like, I know I'm not going to read it. No, I, sh- I that shouldn't do I'll that. I'll read but- it, and then I'll like respond back. Texting them back, but like I don't read them on the air very much. Okay, fair enough. I mean, most of the people are just telling me that the Zambi singer still exists. Apparently, down in it's Columbia. in South America. Yeah, who knew? Well, I mean, honestly, it probably should have never existed in the first place here. And then it was that a, sounds like very a, da- a very dangerous thing to do to pass on your your outdated roller coasters to for real another country. Can you imagine what the rest of the theme park is like if they decided to make that roller coaster? Like, I'm sure it's their centerpiece. It opened in 19, let me see here, opened in 1980, I believe like 1981, and then it's been gone from Kansas City for like 20-something years. Just unbelievable. Just unbelievable. And now they still have it up somewhere else, and it didn't even have seatbelts back then. Anyway, uh, 913-586-7610 is the phone number. We're talking mostly Kansas City Chiefs here for the next couple of hours. Today's news, Travis Kelsey gets a $3 million raise do we think that he has uh, surpassed Tony Gonzalez when it comes to playing the position of tight end? You can look at the numbers, obviously, and he still has a little bit to go. But when it comes to championships, when it comes to importance to the city, Tony Gonzalez had such a weird career here. And I'm not talking about his way out. In the He's, also He's also a trainer. Yeah, see, that's too. not what I'm talking about. Like, like I, I definitely, us, yeah. you know, rose me the wrong way a little bit, but I'm over it. I'm not. You're, clearly. Clearly, no. Chris isn't over it. The mm. old Falcons comments and all that. Nope, not until he comes on here. 30-minute interview brings me a presidential platter from, from Gates. And then you're good? Yeah, we're good. That's all you want? That's all I want. It doesn't seem 30 like minutes on the air with me and, and a presidential platter. If that can get him back in the good graces of people, I feel yeah. like it's worth it. Because I feel like there's people that are rationally upset about that whole thing. All I'm saying yeah, is I this. mean, it's enough for me. I cannot speak for the rest of Chiefs Kingdom. But it's enough for me. Maybe he'd have to buy a lot of presidential platters to uh, or barbecue of that person's choice in order to get them on his on their side again but yeah that's just my condition his career though was pretty empty in Kansas City if you think about yeah personal achievements and numbers and hall of fame accolades and all those different things unbelievable i mean on a lot of the short list it goes Jerry Rice and then Tony Gonzalez but i think if you look at the bigger picture of Travis Kelsey and what he's meant not just to the city but to the game and particularly to Patrick Mahomes, I would argue that Travis Kelsey has already surpassed the career of Tony Gonzalez. I mean, ultimately, what do you play for? 
right? You don't just play to have thousand yard seasons and double digit touchdown seasons and all those different things to end up in the hall of fame. You play to help your team win football games, to win the division, to go to the playoffs and ultimately to have a parade. And in the case of Tony Gonzalez, and I'm not holding this against him. I'm really not. I'm just stating the facts. His numbers were incredible here in Kansas city, but that dude didn't play in or win a playoff game. He didn't win a playoff game in Kansas city. I don't even know how many playoff games at this point, Travis Kelsey's been the tight end for of the Kansas city chiefs and how many moments that he's put up. So now that I'm talking out loud, Tony Gonzalez was great, but he can't hold the jock strap of Travis Kelsey. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, let's not say that. I'm not a fan of Tony Gonzalez, but he was a great tight end. Great tight so end. So let's not go out here and try to say he can't hold the jock Can't hold strap. the jock. That's, right, that's too much. Can't man. hold the jock. Yeah, like, Travis is slightly better than Tony Gonzalez, Travis but is he's, not, he's not his body of work. You said what? He's still, the body of work is still there. Like the yeah, numbers when but, it's all said and done, he might catch him. Yeah, but what I'm saying though is right now he's not no? at that level. No. All right. You can't say he's world's better. I don't know. You say he's, you say he's better. I think there's a very good argument to jock. Yeah, but you can't say that. No. All right. Uh, you can, but like you'd be wrong. All right. Well, I'm wrong a lot. That's yeah. my girl. Yeah, you are right. Uh, let's you go. Let's wrong. go out to a late. The Steve, you're on 610. What's up, Steve? Hey, man, what's going on? What's happy up? New, happy new football season. Oh, same to you, bro. Same to you. What's on your mind? It looks like, by the way, Mahomes is throwing takes to the goal line today. I'm just reviewing the footage. Uh, that uh, we uh, Did you see these uh, predictions from the Atlantic, uh, from this anonymous NFL coach that's saying that Mahomes is going to be a second-tier quarterback now that he's he doesn't have uh, Tyreek Hill that he's going to have to move around and, and improvise, and he'll. I, I he'll did. I, I did. I, not, I know. What, I know what you're talking about, Steve. And here's the thing about that prediction: Let's make sure that it's wrong. I'm not suggesting that Patrick Mahomes is a second tier quarterback. Let me back up. All I'm saying is that other quarterbacks around Patrick Mahomes have gotten a lot better, whether it's on their own doing, whether it's experience, whether it's getting to be with the right coach, drafted to the right team, whether it's a guy, you know, getting a Devontae Adams on his team all of a sudden or adding an A.J. Brown or adding a Tyreek Hill. A lot of the quarterbacks in the NFL that a couple of years ago weren't even in the conversation with Patrick Mahomes because of whatever reason. Again, they didn't have the weapons around them or they were too young or they were too old. In the case of Aaron Rodgers, we thought a couple of years ago, you could argue right now, if you're outside of Kansas City, that Patrick Mahomes is like the third, fourth, fifth best quarterback in the NFL. Now, I would disagree if you made me start a franchise. And this isn't just me being a cheese honk. This is me being a person with brain cells. I would take Patrick Mahomes. You can have your Josh Allen. You can have your Aaron Rodgers. You can have your Herbert. You can have your Burrow. But I understand why that's an argument. Because the truth is, at this point, we thought that Patrick Mahomes is probably going to have two or three Super Bowl rings. And the difference between him and a guy like a Joe Burrow or a Josh Allen is that one ring, right? And at some point, probably in the next couple of years, those guys or one of those other young AFC quarterbacks is going to win the Super Bowl and then the conversation of what separates Patrick Mahomes from this guy, it's going to be a much tougher argument to make. Like, early on in his career, the easy thing to do as a fan of Patrick Mahomes is to look at his numbers and say there's no other quarterback that's ever been able to do this, right? 
50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, hosting the AFC Championship game, all these different things. But look what Joe Burrow did last year. Came into the crib, beat that guy, took his team to the Super Bowl, a little bit younger, a couple of more years of opportunity. You could argue better weapons around him. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. What about a guy like a Josh Allen? Now, obviously, we all know how that game ended last year, the Bills-Chiefs game in the playoffs. But if that game ends just a little bit differently, just a little differently, I'm just saying. Let's go out to Gino in Overland Park. What's up, Gino? Okay, well, you just made me pretty mad, so I'm going to lie to you just a little What's bit. What's up? First of all, quickly, I wanted to say the best thing about the Zambezi Zinger Please. was that it went right through the woods. It was no other roller coaster that I've ever known of did this. You almost, you could reach out and almost slap branches. And right. the experience was like no other. Now, a couple things you said. Let me give you a hard time. Hey, before you crush me, can we talk about the Zinger for one second? Do you remember the old tunnel? Sure. You remember the tunnel, tunnel? in the zinger? Yeah. yeah. That you could scream yeah. in? There's a, there's a rumor, Gino, that that tunnel still exists at Worlds of Fun. So maybe one day you and I will have a couple of pops, and then we'll go and see if we can find that thing. Right. Anyway, Let's so. Let's see if you still want to do this after I get done with you. Crush hair. me. Go ahead. I can first take it. All, What's up? All right. First of all, you said that Tony Gonzalez couldn't carry Travis Kelsey's jock strip. Now, this is just part one of two, so don't cut me off. Okay. Um. Okay, here's what Tony Gonzalez was. He was on a very, very bad team. He has the second most receptions in the history of the NFL, regardless of position. So all those wide receivers that have ever, ever played didn't catch as many passes as Mm -hmm. him. I don't know how old you are. I watched him play. He had the best hands in history. He never dropped anything. He caught deep balls. If he was on this team, let me say this. He was a better player than Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is a wonderful tight end will probably go down as one of the top five. Tony Gonzalez was probably the best tight end or second best that ever played. Uh, I want you to think about this. And after you do, you'll take it back saying, if you want to say that you even think that that Kelsey is uh, equal or slightly better, I I wouldn't jump you, but do not say what you said. Uh, Tony Gonzalez was a better player than he was. The fact that he was on these garbage teams, his whole career is not his fault. If he could have dragged them to the Super Bowl, he would have. He was a magnificent, magnificent player for us. Best hands in the history of the NFL. You don't catch the second most passes of any man that ever lived without being that. And if you go back and watch his tape, he was fast. He never dropped, just about never dropped a pass in his life. He had the best hand-to-eye coordination anyone has ever seen. He was magnificent. Okay, so that's part one. Would you like to respond? No, go ahead. I'll refund to both when you get off. What's the next one? Okay. Then you said uh, someone accused Mahomes of being possibly you would find he was the second-tier quarterback, and you said, well, let's make sure that that's not true. Did I misunderstand that? Uh, You confused me a little bit, but go ahead. Let's watch the scene. It's like whatever Mahomes is, if one wanted to say that he's not going to be the best quarterback, he may not be the number one quarterback, but second tier is off of the table. Well, no, here's, here's, that, no, here's, here's the thing about that. I, I'm not saying that there's any, and thank you for the phone call, Gino. I appreciate it. 
I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes right now is a second-tier quarterback. I mean, also, it depends on what are we doing here. Like, we consider what – so certainly Josh Allen is a top-tier quarterback and Patrick Mahomes is a top-tier quarterback. Where does a guy like uh, Joe Burrow fit in, right? Where does a guy like uh, Aaron Rodgers fit in? Where does a guy like a Justin Herbert fit in? Some of these other young quarterbacks. And how much room is in that top tier? Because the last few years, there was no argument to be made. There was no other young quarterback that you might take over Patrick Mahomes based on not only his own right arm and his head coach, but also the talent around him, right? It's not just Patrick Mahomes. It's the situation that he's in. You would take him over anybody else. Well, wouldn't you at least agree that situations for other quarterbacks have gotten a whole lot better around him? Don't you think that Justin Herbert has at least closed the walls on Patrick Mahomes a little bit compared to where whoa, it was. Whoa, whoa, not just to Herbert. He no? has no success in the playoffs at all. Like, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, none of these guys. Look, I'll, not if, that much. If we're, if we're not going to, if now is not the time that we can give other quarterbacks a little bit of credit and say maybe other quarterbacks are close to Patrick Mahomes, then we're never going to do it. Look, no, no, because that's not that's not true. Because here's the, here's the reason why that's not true. It pains what? me to say no, 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 there's no. not that much of a difference between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. There is, which is the extended playoff success. Josh Allen's done a lot of losing to Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's the thing that separates those two. And I'm not saying there's like a deep gap between the two. They're, from a, a, a skill standpoint, they're near each other. What about the Burrow? difference, though, it's that, Bur- So Burrow didn't win the Super Bowl. Is Burrow, that it? he did not win the Super okay. Bowl. You're right. And, and, and ultimately, if he, because like, again, we know that one year doesn't make your legacy. It takes multiple years. It takes a succession of, of success in order to be able to build your legacy out. I know you're going to say, but he didn't, Sean. So let's say Burrow had won that game and he was a Super Bowl champion. Well, yeah, but he didn't, though, so it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what if Jimmy G would have won his Super Bowl? It doesn't matter. It didn't Jimmy! happen. My point, though, is that at Patrick Mahomes' success is defined by his postseason success. In addition to what he's done statistically, in addition to what he's done in the regular season, it's the postseason success that has put him in that top tier. Four straight conference championship games hosted by the Chiefs since he became their starter. And that's not something that any other quarterback in this league right now can say that they have done. Everything and you're saying is, is and, true, and it's so factual, but it's also past tense. I'm talking about right now. Well, that's and the only thing forward. we can do. That's the only thing we could judge it off of. You, you're judging Joe Burrow based off of past tense. You're judging Josh Allen based off of past tense. You're not judging anything based off of what they're doing right now because the season hasn't started yet. I'm just saying that everything those guys is past are, tense. Those guys are in. Okay, then they're in the rearview mirror. They're da- they're getting damn close. Those guys are. Yeah, of course. But like, but, but they what weren't I'm, there a couple of years ago. Josh Allen was there a couple of years ago. I don't he was, know. He, look, what I'm saying, though, is that with Patrick Mahomes, his success is defined by what he does in the playoffs. True. In addition to all the other great stuff he does. And until you can match or surpass that, you're not really at his level. Do you agree that his path this year going forward is much more difficult, not only because he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. But because guys like Herbert and Burrow and Allen have gained experience and weapons around him. All I'm saying is that at least on paper, the Chiefs haven't gotten a whole lot better around or for Patrick Mahomes and other teams have. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, so all I'm saying is that it feels like slowly but surely for the first time in his career, you could argue that yes, Mahomes is still the best and yeah, he's still a tier one quarterback, but Damn it, like objects and mirror are closer than they appear. But people have been doing that for years now. They, they're, Dan Orlovsky's stupid ass came out and tried to say that Josh Allen's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. That's silly, but it does but feel I'm like saying, finally though, teams that... have gotten there. They've tried since Patrick got here. When he came out the gates and had 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards and took the team to the AFC Championship game and the next year to the Super Bowl and won and all those different things, everybody's been trying to catch up. All I'm saying is this offseason, it feels like a lot of those teams kind of caught up. Didn't the Chargers kind of catch up? Did the Broncos kind of catch up? You have to actually do it to for us to say that they caught up. You can say that, oh, well, they, they got better, but we don't know if they caught up until they actually play. Because we don't they don't have a track record to have any for us to trust that what we think is gonna happen is actually gonna happen. There is a track record with Patrick Mahomes, and that's the reason why we can trust that he's gonna go out there and perform. Bro, it's funny but there is no track record for Justin Herbert in the playoffs. There's no track record for uh for Josh Allen getting past Mahomes. And so at the end of the day, what it comes down to is those teams actually doing it. It's very much a believe it, you know, gotta see it to believe yeah. it type of approach. Because right now it's really, really hard hard to infer that those team, those quarterbacks have caught up to Patrick Mahomes when they ain't done it before. You're right. Everything you said is true. I hope I'm dead wrong. You're factually correct about all that stuff in the past. All I'm suggesting and we know these games are played on the field, not on paper. Like we can say the teams, but quarterback wise is different. On it's paper. very different with the quarterbacks versus the teams. You want to argue that the bills have caught up to the chiefs. You can make that argument. Don't care. It's, it's fine. It's perfectly valid, but it's different when you start talking about quarterbacks. Cause at the end of the day, when it comes to personal performance, you got to go out there and do it first. You do can't you not- just say, oh, well, you've had an offseason, so you ideally should get better. Well, Patrick Mahomes had an offseason, too. Ideally, he should be better, too. Yeah, but he doesn't have as good of weapons around him. That doesn't mean he hasn't gotten better. He might be better, but it's going to be tougher. Say- but His what I'm saying, though, good. is that at- how do you know? You think Pat's numbers are going to be as good without, without Tyreek Hill? How do you know? Okay. How do you know? There's a lot of unknowns. My point is that you cannot make a case that there's a quarterback better than Patrick Mahomes right now until you see it because you cannot say that there's any real 
evidence that any of these guys have surpassed him or reached his level. See, the past level. couple of years, I agree with you. You'd look like a dumbass if you tried to make that argument. But you take Tyree trying to do it. You take Tyree Kill off that team. You take a couple of other wide receivers away, and then you add wide receivers to some of these other quarterbacks. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Like they're getting close. And the, this Chargers, like I said, if you want to say the teams, sure, the Chargers are. They're a problem, bro. Yeah, the, the Broncos Chargers are, a are really good. But again, you're not again. I'm talking about the quarterbacks. I'm talking about Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is not on Patrick Mahomes' level until he can go out there and beat that man when it counts. He's it doesn't, top, matter, it doesn't matter what he does in that one game during the regular season. It matters what he does in the postseason. I agree with you. And he ain't even been in the postseason yet. Are they so both, it don't matter. Are they both top five quarterbacks with the top five roster? Right, then that's a problem. It don't matter. At the end of the day, what it counts and what we're talking about here is have these guys caught up to Mahomes. And they haven't until they actually go out and do it. I agree with that. But the rosters have caught up to the Chiefs. Nobody's caught up to Mahomes, but the rosters... Look, bro, let's just call it what it is. This offseason, the Chiefs didn't really make any big splashes to make them a better football team. If anything, they're a worse football team. And all the teams around them made huge splashes. All the biggest moves in the NFL happened right in the Chiefs' backyard. By backyard, I mean the AFC West. You could argue if it was Russell Wilson or if it was Devontae Adams or it was all those moves the Chargers made. Sure as hell wasn't the Chiefs did. All right, we got to take a break. Coming up next, we're going to keep arguing right here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light and give you possible solutions verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. The free fix finder service, only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked! And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Tune in to our exclusive wall-to-wall Chiefs training camp coverage from St. Joe on 610 Sports. All-access player and coach interviews that you can only find on 610 Sports. Chiefs training camp coverage is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. So I told my girl, I was like, hey, let's get out of town for a couple of days. I'll do whatever you want. We can go with the family, whatever. And here's what she chose. I've never done it before. I guess I'm looking forward to it. Three days seems a little bit too long. We're going to the Missouri State Fair in Sedalia. You ever been to Missouri State Fair, Chris, in Sedalia? I've got no reason to go to Sedalia, so no. Well, for the Missouri State Fair. No. That would be the, that's not a reason for me to go. And I think it's on the way to the Ozarks. That used to be like our I've got no reason point. to go to the Ozarks. <laughs> ah, well, you should check it out. It's a lovely place. I'm, I'm good. Anyway, it feels like three days is a little bit too long. So uh, if you've been and experienced this, let me know what I should do. 913-586-7610 is the phone number. 
You know what we need to do coming up here in a little while is play a game of random chief. We did this the other day with the Royals, and it was a lot of fun. It was a really easy game to play. All you do is text 913-586-7610, the most random-ass chief that you can think of. So I'll get us going. How about uh, Snoop Menace? No, 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 no. (laughs) No. Joe Valerio. No, 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 no. Harvey Williams. Final answer. Harvey Williams. Random ass chief, 913-586-7610. You text it and I read it. But I want to get back into something that we were talking about there momentarily before the break, and that was the rest of the division. I honestly believe that this isn't just the best division in football right now. I think that's pretty obvious. I can't even imagine what division you might argue. Maybe that Seattle, San Francisco, Arizona. No, you can't say that. They don't have Russell Wilson. Rams. You know, I'm not, I guess I should have started with Seattle. <laughs> they don't have Russell Wilson. You said Seattle. I should have that, started that's there. That's the team that disqualifies Yo, them. did you see he showed up to training camp? In yeah, a, that, big, that's a, that truck is actually pretty okay, nice. Okay, the truck like was cool, truck. but did you cool. see what uniform he was wearing? He was wearing a Russell Wilson throwback uniform. Yeah. You are Russell Wilson, dude. Come on. Like, I don't no, mind. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'm Look, okay if, with even that. if you want to wear like an another player's throwback uniform or a teammate, I don't care. An old Broncos, like an Elway uniform or whatever. Heck, you can wear a Jake the Snake Plumber uniform for all I care. Uh, Kyle or you're no, nobody's wear a wearing, Tebow if you need no to. No one's wearing a Jake Plumber what jersey. What's that guy's name that stole the money Dude, from? Dude, if you got a Jake Plumber jersey, you got a real problem. He ain't the man. worst. That's one of those you stretch out there. He's like, ah, man, this team sucks. I guess I'll get a Jake Plumber That's jersey. That's like having a Steve Bono jersey. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like if you, on in that if, you, if you get the Steve if you had the Steve Bono jersey back in the day you were just feeding for somebody to get you had you made a mistake too because you had Derek Thomas on them team so you you definitely chose the wrong person to to get the jersey for him but yeah I had a Bono jersey that's a that's a mistake I know I didn't buy the Bono jersey I'm just saying I had a Bono someone bought you a Bono jersey yeah my dad you did your dad watch football did he watch the team not enough not enough. Yeah, no, because everybody hated Steve Bono when he was here. All right, they're coming in, so let's just play this game as they come in. 913-586-7610. The name of the game is Random Ass Cheat from the 913, Dave Zott. From the 913, Snoop Menace. 816, Andre Risen. 816, Derek Blaylock. 913, Mike Maslowski. Derek Blaylock. Do you remember his claim to fame? Uh, the four touchdowns he scored hey, against the Falcons. Hey, my man. four. I feel like most people. So- Dude, that game was so much fun, man. They beat the hell out. I was about to, I was about to curse. Uh, they beat the hell out of Mike Vick. It's, it's Atlanta, right? Yeah, 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 it was Atlanta. Yeah, it, it was fifty six ten. So Derek Blaylock had four touchdowns in that game. And so did so did Priest. And Priest Holmes had four touchdowns in that game. That's just. I feel like that's a stat that'll probably never happen again. No, I mean, no Bundy one's ever four touchdowns in one game. He's not like, and no, so did my fullback. Yeah, yeah, because no one's going to use running backs that way. Any. Nobody uses running backs the way that they did back in the in the nineties and through most of the two thousands. Like, what was the final score of that game? Fifty six ten. I just said it. Oh, well, I don't pay attention. They had eight rushing touchdowns in the game. That's absolutely yeah. Nuts. I remember because I was worried about that game because I was like, man, Mike Vick coming in Arrowhead, and then they just mopped the floor at the Falcons because they kept him in the pocket the whole game. Just an old fashioned, passionate ass whooping. That's one of my favorite games at Arrowhead. Yeah, where? that's they, the Chiefs were generally unless they were like the terrible years like 08 or 2012. They were or or 09. They were usually really good for like a good ass whooping. They were good for one or two one a year. A year one like or two a year. A an good NFC ass team. whooping. Like yep. you remember, I think it was Green Bay. San Francisco was it? I think it was 2000 or 02 when they played the Rams at Arrowhead and they just beat that ass. And it was, I think it was, I think it was 2000. It was after they won the, won the Super Bowl and they just beat the Rams ass. It was like, 
56. I can't remember. It wasn't very much. It was it was much less points for the Rams. I remember Favre coming to town, leaving with his tail between his legs. And then I certainly remember, and this was like a real famous game. Remember when Der- you mentioned Derek Thomas when he did the uh, when he got the safety in the end zone? He te- he sacked Steve Young. It was the second game of the year, and San Francisco was coming off their Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. The- and like the Chiefs came in as I want to say a touchdown underdog in the game and just put it on the 49ers. You're right. Yeah. Even those old cheese teams, they're good for an ass whooping. Yeah. Like they'll beat you down. Now they've also thrown some duds out there over the years. Oh yeah, they would lose to some teams that they shouldn't be losing yeah, to. Would. But they were good for like one good ass whooping a year to another team. Just one where like the defense just has like a great day. The opposing quarterback just all the turnovers, a fumble or two, and their offense was just clicking. Like their running back just broke a couple runs. They were good for one good ass whooping a year back in the day. That eight touchdown stat is crazy. How about the fact that the Chiefs? had a season where they had two separate running backs with thousand yard rushing seasons back in the day with Barry Ward and Christian Okoye. Like that didn't happen. Speaking of random chiefs, get those names rolling in nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Louis Aguiar, Sylvester Morris, <laughs> Louis Aguiar. Todd McNair. <laughs> Louis Aguiar did not he he in my early days of watching football, he did not uh, allow me to respect punters. <laughs> What are you talking about? He had a great porn stash, and he'd lay you out. He'd tackle you. He didn't. He just didn't look the part. He didn't look like a football player. He just—he looked like he looked like one of those guys, you know, in those stock commercials for like whenever they they sell like the whenever they're selling the TVs for like you know Samsung or whatever, and they have those like footballs with those generic the football players with the generic uniforms on, but they clearly are not like football guys. That's what he looked like. So I would describe him more as looking like I remember when I was someone. He looked like someone that was dressing up as a Chiefs player for Halloween. He did not look like an. See now, that's a better. Players. That's a more apt description of him. If you don't know what Louis Aguilar looked like, I would describe just imagine him. a regular dude who works as like a bagger at a grocery store back in like the eighties. Imagine him playing, uh, playing, dressing up in a Chiefs uniform. I, I just remember him doing that a lot back in the nineties. I think the more you talk, the more you're going to get the description I'm trying to give. So I may have located my dad's box of uh, penthouse form back in the day, and every now and I got off the articles, of course, and I. That's kind of what he looked like. He looked like he should be in that. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. That's what Louis Aguilar looked yeah, like. Yeah, he had a porn stash. He had a porn yeah. stash. Had I think he had, didn't he have a mullet too. I believe he did. For I think a he had a mullet. Yeah, I remember the hair sticking out from under his helmet. Although he'd let your ass out. I got no problem. Yeah, with he Louis just didn't Aguilar. look the part though. Like he he did lay people out. He didn't look the part. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, Bam Morris, Dale Carter, J.J. Burden. J.J. Burden. I want to say made the catch in my favorite Chiefs game of all time. My memory shots, so I can't remember, but it was the Mile High Miracle where where uh, Elway comes down the field and there's fifty something seconds left and it's Monday Night Football and they flash up in the corner that John Elway has the second most comebacks of any quarterback. Bob Bond. He comes down, they score the touchdown, then they go to commercial break and then they come back and they show the stat. Somebody, somebody, somebody in the uh, on the Jay Southland Toast Service text line said, Tameric Vanover. I love that guy. Then they show the stat of Joe Montana with the most comebacks, and then he's got like 47 seconds left, and he comes down the field, and he's marching down mile high. It's Monday Night Football. I should probably be in bed. <laughs> and then he throws a touchdown pass. Seven seconds left in the corner to, I think it's J.J. Burton. It may have been Tim Barnett. Somebody said, Kendrick Lewis. That's not a person you want to name. We're doing like top 10 most hated Chiefs. He's in the top five. No, this is just random ass Chiefs. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying, though, is like you don't want to name that person. I'm not, like this is like a, a obscure Chief that we don't – we're like, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. That's not the whole a, name uh, of the Kendrick game. Lewis. What's your problem with Kendrick Lewis? He's the guy that gave up all those touchdowns against the Colts. Sean 2013. La Chapelle. That's a good one. Tony Richardson. 
Tyson Jackson wasted first round pick. Tyson Jackson. That's a whole nother. That's a waste of a pick. And we all knew he was trash the minute they drafted him. He bought me a A and W root no, beer though. One you time. watch you watch his his it was he was almost like Tyson Jackson. Uh, Tyson um what's his name? Uh Dontari Poe. Like you watch his uh his highlight when he got drafted and it was just him tackling running backs at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> I lied by the way. He didn't ever buy me an A and W root beer. That was uh Ryan Sims. Another Another, ha- another top five bust. hated chief. Just bust. Another top five hated chief. Oh, there have been a few of them, if you're talking about those boss. Anyway. Johnny um, Morton, when he he used to do the uh, the worm after he'd score his touchdown. I remember. I remember Johnny he was, Morton. He was, well. he was my favorite receiver. Mike I loved Eddie, too. Dale Carter. But Morton was my guy. Bam Morris. Bam Morris. Goodness gracious. All right. Uh, I guess we have to take a break. Coming up next, we'll continue talking some random ass Kansas City Chiefs. And I've got some other good stuff. You know, maybe. I'm the sports machine. This is 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We are back, kind of like the Kansas City Chiefs out there at training camp, St. Joseph. With Chris Unocero on the Sports Machine, Sean Levine, taking you up until 9 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, we were playing a game called Random Ass Chief, where you just text in. It's pretty easy to play. 913-586-7610. Just text in a Random Ass Chief, Sylvester Morris, Ryan Sims, whatever direction you want to go. And uh, I may or may not read it. But, Chris, I want to try an exercise real quick. I'm going to give you a just a random football team, and you tell me, we don't need to go too diet too deep into it. <clears throat> it's just a playoff team or not. All right, that's it. Like if you had a free million bucks and you had to say it's going to make they're going to make the playoffs or not, I give you a random team and just give me a quick. Yeah, they probably if, will. If you not. gave me a free million bucks, I wouldn't bet it. I would just hold on to it. <laughs> but that's part of the thing. Is you, you have <laughs> yeah, to bet it. You're just giving them free million dollars. I'm not betting it. I'm just take my money and go home. Well, that's why you're smarter than me. But <laughs> you have to bet it. All right, let's start with the uh, let's go ahead uh, the Buffalo Bills playoff team. Uh, yeah, playoffs. Yeah. They'll, I mean, there's a, they got a good chance to be the, the one seed. Okay, this year. All right. Though they, they had a good chance to be the one seed last year, and they didn't want it that much because they won the Super Bowl in week five. So playoff team, I don't no. know about that, but Tampa. I think they'll be a playoff Tampa. team. Tampa, playoff team? Yeah. Tampa's yeah. playoff Yeah, you just, you just added J- Julio Jones. And he, the, he'll, the five games that he plays for them this year, he'll be really good. So, yeah. All right. Uh, just random teams I'm naming here. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, playoff team? Yeah, I think playoff they'll team. make the playoffs. Finally, they'll make the playoffs with – Justin Herbert. San Francisco played in the championship game last year. Yeah, I think they'll be a playoff team. So I'm, I, I'm I with think, you on all these so far. Here's here's the thing about them is that if they're willing to move on from Jimmy G, that means they really like Trey. So I I, I think do. I think they'll I think they'll be a playoff Indy, team. Indy, the favorite according to Las Vegas to win their division at minus one twenty. Is that a playoff team? The Colts. Yeah, but it's because their division's trash. So yeah, I, I give it to them only because of that. If they played in a good division, no. So by default, but we agree that's probably a yeah. That's going to be a terrible division this year. Okay, like, I got a, I got a good team and a good division. Is this a playoff team? The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I think they'll be in. Okay, so we agree that's a playoff team. Yeah, also. I, I think they'll be. They, it's going to be tough because you know Hopkins ain't going to be there for a little, but, a little while. But yeah, yeah, I think. And then I just got one more random team, then we can talk about it. The Las Vegas Raiders playoff team. Remember expanded playoffs. Yeah, I mean it's one extra team. Um, that's tough. Borderline, no, borderline no. playoff team, but I'm with you. Probably not because no. the division they play in. Yeah, not even just that because like the North has so many good teams in it, and I think because I think Broncos and Chargers are in, 
So that means you got, and I think the Chiefs win the division. So like you've got two wild card spots taken up. That means you only got one left. And I, I think it's, I, I got the Ravens winning the North. So it's Bengals or Raiders. And I think the Bengals are a much better team than the Raiders. So I, I just can't put the Raiders. So in. those teams that I just listed and I was saying all these random ass teams I'm throwing out there in a different order. That's the Chiefs pre-buy schedule this year. Those are the Chiefs' first eight games this year. Arizona, Los Angeles Chargers, now I'm going in order. Indianapolis Colts, Tampa Bay Bucks, Vegas Raiders, Buffalo Bills, San Francisco 49ers. Then you've got to buy, and then you take on the number one seed in the AFC from last year, the Tennessee Titans. Now, I think they're going to take a bit of a step back. As oh, far a bit as, of a step back is a, that's an understatement. That'll be right. That won like seven <laughs> games. I mean, a big step back for being the one seed. All I'm suggesting is this. If we agree that the Chiefs play in maybe the best division that we've ever seen, and we also agree that every one of the teams that they play, likely, at least on paper, appears to be a playoff team through the first two months of the year, the most likely scenario when the bye comes around, which is the week of Halloween, for the Kansas City Chiefs, I'd be willing to bet that at that point in the standings, they're looking up at at least one, if not two teams in the AFC West. So if you care about win percentage of opponent and all those different things, the first half of the year, the Chiefs had the second most difficult schedule in the entire NFL. I just gave it to you. Basically, they have to play all playoff teams. And then you have a team like the Broncos, who by the numbers has the third easiest schedule. They play a bunch of scrubs, especially out the gates. So if the Chiefs are going to win the division for what would be the seventh year in a row, I'm telling you guys this, and this is not any sort of breaking news. It's not going to be as smooth or almost easy, you could argue, as it's been the last few years. Because there are no games on the schedule, especially when you get to these division games that are gimmies. Like a few years ago, when the Chiefs were, when when they were on their come up, when they had Patrick Mahomes slinging the 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards and all that, the Raiders had Derek Carr and an awful roster around him. I think that year that team won six games. The Broncos, they were yet to even figure out who their crappy quarterback of the future was going to be. Eventually, it ended up being Drew Locke, then they let him go bye-bye. The Chargers were still dealing with Phyllis Rivers at the time. Just a few years ago, the entire landscape of the division was a bunch of hot garbage. Well, a lot of teams around the Chiefs got it right. So all I'm suggesting is if they're going to win the division again, this is going to be Patrick Mahomes' most difficult test, and it's not even close. It's not. It hasn't been easy for the Chiefs to be as dominant as they've been the last four years. It's, it's been, been pretty smooth, bro. You no, know, it has it's not. It's been pretty smooth. Do you, did you watch last season? Last year was the first time I think they did showed you watch some kinks the, the Did you watch 2019 when they were 6-4 and four after 10 games? Yeah, and then they that smoothed it out. That was smooth? Yeah, and they ended up being that was the one seed and they host the they championship They didn't just game? run yeah. through those final six games to end the season. We were very much sitting on their edge of our seats like, oh, man, this, they're, they're struggling against this New England team. They're struggling against the Chargers. Nah. Yeah, we I were. I think last year for the very you, first time, did you, were, you were working here in 2019. Yeah, you don't was. remember fans being like being pissed after they got their ass beat that by the Titans the very beginning late of the in the year, game, bro. 2019. 
That was not the very beginning of the season. They they got their ass beat and dropped a six and four when they lost to the Titans. That wasn't the, the very beginning of the season. Literally, it was since, not smooth. Literally, it was since, not smooth. The only year you can say there was only two years out of those four you could say smooth sailing. Twenty eighteen and twenty twenty, but twenty nineteen and twenty twenty one were incredibly testing years for the Chiefs. You cannot say that. And even twenty twenty, they still played a very difficult schedule at the beginning of the year. They were just better than everybody. So it has been very difficult the last few years. You can't say it's been smooth. Who are you worried about? I don't even remember. In 2019, it was going to win the division. Who are you worried about in 20? It was not. I'm not talking about the the division. I'm talking about their schedule, their strength of schedule. Like, the thing is, is, and, and, we were very worried about the, uh, in 2019, we were very worried about the Chargers because the Chargers yeah, the season before were a really good team. Yeah, but but still, they were 12 and 4 football team in 2018. So we were, and a lot of people were picking them in 2019. So yeah, we were sitting there worried about the Chargers a little bit. Like at the end of the day, the Chiefs have played a tough schedule every year. Save for 2018. 2018 was actually pretty easy because actually, no, no, no. It was, it was a difficult schedule because they had won the division the year before, but it wasn't as difficult as the, as the subsequent three years, but they've always played tough schedules because the NFL with the way they do their schedules, if you win your division, you're going to face the toughest uh, schedule of any team in your division. That's just how it is. That's how they do it. So uh, Sad men smooth sailing. All right, this year Mahomes will be is, more difficult than previous years. Since Mahomes but let's been, not act like it's gonna be it's, since, it's gonna be much, much tougher. Oh, it is. Since Mahomes has been the quarterback going into last year, the year before that, or the year before that, did you really think that any other team could win the AFC West? Did you really have yourself convinced that uh oh? No. The Chiefs were clearly what year? last year, year before that, year before that, year before that. Go back as far back as you want in this six year run. They this were, is different. They were down in the division. At one point last year, they were behind the Chargers, and at one point they were behind the Raiders. And did you really think that those teams were? But they win were the behind division? those teams. But did you really think that's what I'm but saying? They were behind those teams again. They faced adversity that entire time. What are you talking no, about? No, they didn't. They ended up running away with it, bro. They didn't run away with it. They had to go out there and fight to get back up after they had a a very difficult and very tough beginning of the season last year. How many games? They didn't did run away with the division last year. Last year? No, they didn't. What was their record? Were they like two and three after the Buffalo game? How many games did they win it by last year? I remember that the Raiders were playing the Chargers. Yeah, check it. Raiders were playing the Chargers because a little bit of it, I got to be honest with you, blends together when you win the division six years in a row. I don't remember this division ever being in peril, man. Last year, it was very in peril. I understand. Last the year, it was very that. in peril. Maybe you weren't paying attention to the standings last year, but it was very much in peril a year ago. I don't think Vegas ever was panicking and saying, uh-oh, we're going to lose a bunch of money because the Chargers are going to win the division. This year, it feels like for the first time, you could actually have a sane conversation that maybe, just maybe, another team's going to win the division. All right, I'll tell you what, we'll take a break because we have to, and on the other side, we'll get you the facts because it feels like the Chiefs have been not just winning this division, but damn it, running away with it. Maybe I'm wrong. I have been twice before. 610 Sports Radio. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I thought I was tripping, Chris. I mean, the Chiefs have basically dominated since Patrick Mahomes has been here, as far you're, as the you're, division goes. Yeah, you're, 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 so, you're tripping. It so was not. It was. Tripping. They didn't run away with the division right, last let's year. Let's just look at it. So last you're, year, you're wrong Last this. year, the Chiefs won the division. Right? They went twelve and five. The second place team was the Raiders. They went ten and seven. So they finished two games back. By the way, 
They had to win four games in a row at the end of the year just to finish two games back. So it's not like anybody was particularly close to the Chiefs last year. Where where were the you know where the Chiefs were in week six last year? Where? Fourth place in the AFC West. Okay. Three where, and three. Where were they? You know, week where they were, you know where they're week eight? Where? They were behind the Chargers. And there. with one month left in the season, but, they had a three game cushion. But Nobody my was point close. is they did not run away with it. Right, they so encountered we'll a ton of turbulence. No, they did not. Throughout that season. No, they, they were in fourth place. they're going place. to this year and they have not. That's they my point. They were in fourth place. With um, three months left they in the season. They were in fourth place. They were three and three in fourth place. You can't tell me they ran away with it. Right, they struggled. And we were not very confident. They did When not. they went to L.A. and they played the Chargers. Everybody was like, the division is on the line in this game. You're scary, when they bro. went to uh, Las Vegas and they played the Raiders in early November, we were sitting there like, oh, the Chiefs got to fight their way back here because this ain't going to be easy. They were sitting there behind the Broncos and the Chargers after okay. uh, right. after in we, after week eight. So okay. you can't tell me they ran All away right. with it. Right, we'll they back. did not run away with it. They had to claw their way back up after being down at the bottom of it. A lot of people don't remember 2020 because that was COVID year, so it kind of didn't happen. So let me refresh your memory that year. The Chiefs finished 14-2. and two. The closest team was the Las Vegas Raiders at 8-8. Eight and eight. Was that a close one, too? Or am I forgetting that one wrong? No. Okay. So but I said, that they, that, I said that they dominated okay. that year. The year before that, the Chiefs went 12-4 and four and won the division. The second-place team was the Broncos at 7-9. and nine. Yeah, but they still had a tough road during that in 2019 season. All right, well, you're yeah. going down with the ship then. Because my point is that nobody's really come that close to beating the Chiefs. And this year, at least— They were 6-4 and four at one point during the season in 2019. And they like, finished 12-4. and four. But they still were 6-4. and four. We were very much worried about that team. Were you? You cannot go out were here and— can't say that you can't you can't especially because they hadn't won a Super Bowl yet so you everybody was looking at the team and they're like uh, I don't know about this the year everybody that, though, was, was was sounding the sirens after they lost to the Titans the year before that was dicey that was the year they were 12 and 4 in the Chargers as you mentioned they're right on their heels that was a real good Chargers team that's the only team that I would even argue since Patrick Mahomes has been here in the division that has been worth a damn if I'm really being real, that 12 and four chargers team from four years ago, besides that, who's really been a threat. Cause I can tell you right now, Russell Wilson is a quarterback of the Broncos with that roster. That is a, I'm not saying they're a super bowl threat, but I do think they're a threat to beat you. I think they're a threat to win 11 or 12 games. I'd say the same thing about every team in this division, which is something that I personally would disagree have not been able to say the last few years. Now, part of the reason they've been so dominant is because Patrick Mahomes has been so great. But what I'm suggesting is since he's been the quarterback, the only other good team in the division that he's had to deal with was the Chargers one time. Yeah, but we haven't been talking about just the division. We'd be talking about them having a tough schedule throughout the year. No, no, and no in doubt. 2019 no and in 2021, they had a very tough road, which is my point. When you are the number one team in your division and then you play the next season, you will always have a tough, if not the toughest schedule of your divisional opponent. Do you think somebody catches them in the West this year? You can take the no, Chiefs or you can no, take everybody else? No, I would take the Chiefs. Because Vegas tells you that the better bet is to take everybody else. Yeah, I don't care what Vegas says. All right. Uh, the odds right now, the Chiefs are right around plus 180 to win the division. You can get the Chargers like 2-1, to one, the Broncos at plus 250. And the Raiders, I'm not sure why they're not getting a little bit more love with their offseason moves. Because Derek Carr. I guess. 
I mean, he's definitely the fourth and Derek best quarterback Carr has, in the division. But he's the fourth best quarterback in the division. Yeah, he is. That's the problem. That also makes you, like, probably the ninth best quarterback in football. So, that ain't a bad I, I place to be. I think it's a bit of a stretch. Maybe, like, 12, something like that. He's got Devontae Adams, Adams now. A bit of a stretch he's going to put up big numbers. He's going to put up numbers. All I mean, these we'll quarterbacks see. I mean, Ray, we thought Randy Moss would do well in Oakland, too. There's never know. been a division with this good of quarterback play ever. You can never argue that the fourth best quarterback in the division is also a top-ten quarterback. I'm sorry, that's never happened. As we, I mean, if he was like a legit top ten quarterback, you could. He's just not. All right. Well, you get. There's never been a time that you could argue that the same division has three of the top five quarterbacks or three of the top seven quarterbacks in the NFL. Not top five or seven, no. Let's see what Russell Wilson is. I feel like he's kind of what this hinges on. I feel that Patrick Mahomes is definitely a top five quarterback. Thanks, Captain Obvious, and Justin Herbert's right there. Also, is Russell Wilson? I would put him above Herbert. Really? Yeah, history. Like, one bad year, I think, is the reason why a lot of people aren't. But, like, that dude can play. Think, He's been you, on a bad team that has not been You think his team wins more games, or you think he puts up bigger numbers? I think Herbert puts up I think Herbert puts up bigger numbers, but I think, his, I think the Broncos are going to be better than Let's the talk Chargers. about that on the other side. Who's the biggest threat to the Kansas City Chiefs in the division? One hour left, Bink at Night, with Chris Unocero on the sports machine. This is 610 Sports Radio. This is Bink at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 